Thank you for joining me today. You're listening to the No More Running Podcast, the podcast for women who find themselves running mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and even running physically from things in this life. And if you're ready to go from running to no more running, then this is the podcast for you. Let's do this together. Welcome. I'm your host, Crystal Lloyd, and I'm here to help you go from running to no more running. And I'm a runner. Nope, not an actual physical runner who runs a 5K or a marathon or even runs for fun. Honestly, I get winded just walking around the block. But I've been known to run and still find myself running from the things in this life. Running from good things, bad things, Running from God and His calling and His purpose for my life. Running from change that's within my control that needs to be made or any type of change. Running from hard or even simple little things in this life. Maybe you find yourself running from these things as well. And I want you to know that you're not alone. Let's pray as we get started here. First, we want to invite the Holy Spirit to be a part. Holy Spirit, come in and be a part of this podcast and the lessons that we share and be a part of the life coaching that I offer within, whether it's one-on-one coaching or group coaching. Holy Spirit, we want you to be a part of that and show your favor upon the podcast and those that listen as well and help us to go from running to no more running. And second, let's pray today. Let it be known today that you are God. Through this podcast, through the lessons, through the life coaching, and God help us again to go from running in this life, whatever it may be that we are running from, help us to go from running to no more running in Jesus' name. On today's podcast, we have a special guest. I love special guest day, podcast day. Yay. Everyone, welcome Sandra Jones. Um, me and Sandra, we met through a mutual friend, Jackie Hayden. And I knew once I read her story that I had to help Sandra share her story. But Sandra, do you go by Sandra? Um, is it? Or do you go by another name? You know, I, some people call me Sandra. Some people call me Miss Sandra. I always just tell you, it, as long as it is a nice word, I will answer to anything. <laughs> okay, so Sandra, it is. Okay, all right, Sandra. I have noticed that you are one busy lady. You are um, you are involved in so many things, and I I want to start with that. I want you to tell us what all you are involved in um, is I love it. I love everything that you are involved in. Tell us about that. Well, we started out 16 years ago doing jail ministry, which then turned into prison ministry. We are involved in street ministry. Um, That's where my heart lies because of my background and the things that I have gone through, I realized that there were so many women in those areas that had gone through the same background, gone through the same thing, that they felt like there was no one there to listen to them, you know, because um, 
of the way people judge them, the way people look at them. And so I wanted them to know that there was someone there that truly did want to take the time and listen to them and that to see how God sees them. And so he has just opened up these doors. And to be honest with you, I call them my God adventures and I am just having a blast. Wow, that is great. We still, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. So you're involved in a prison ministry, street ministry. And I mean, you're speaking and sharing your story. uh, I just feel like all over the place. And that is awesome. But Sandra, tell me why you do that. Why do you share your story? Um, Why is it so so important that you're involved in these uh, ministries, uh, prison ministry, street ministry? Tell us about what what led you to do those things? Because whenever God found me in all of my mess, all of my garbage, after being from a background of sexually abused as a child and through failed marriages and just wanting my life to be over with because I was so sick of all of the lies, all the garbage. And whenever God picked me up that night in all of that mess and told me that, Now I was at a point where he could heal me. And that's whenever my life truly became his. And so if there is a spot that he can use me, he can take me, you know, and that's where he started me out as because I could relate to those women, the ones that were there that know they felt like no one was there for them because I had felt that way for all these years because I had kept all that locked in you know, inside, never shared that with anyone. And so I wanted those women just to to have an outlet. If it was no more than just someone to sit and listen to them. And then in these past few years, he started changing my audience. And that audience has become at, you know, speaking events inside the churches, speaking events at women's groups. And the reason is because I thought, God, how am I going to relate to these women? Because, you know, they're not from my type of background. They're not from the street ministry or the prison ministry. And he showed me very clearly that there are just as many women sitting inside these women's groups, inside the churches that have gone through things. And they also feel like that they have no one that they can confide in. So if I can be there and stand on a stage, stand in the middle of a street somewhere or a prison, and I can share, and it reaches that one person, and she feels like that's somebody that has experienced the same thing. I can speak about this. I can quit believing the lies that the enemy has told me. That's and that's awesome. where God says, yeah. And that's awesome. And and Sandra, let's go into a part of your story because I read a part of your story and I was just, I mean, I, I was amazed. I was just like, oh, my word. Yes, I have got to have her on my podcast. I have got to get her to share her story to help women. And um, and one part of the story was the sexual abuse in your childhood. Uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit? I know that's hard for me to talk about, but I know that you share your story to help other people. Do we want to um, start right there in your story or where do you want to begin sharing your story? Well, I always start out with abuse, adultery, alcoholic, lying, thieving. Do you know that woman? 
are you that woman? Because that's the woman that I was. Because had you known me 30 years ago, you would have met a completely different person than you meet today. Because coming from that background of that childhood sexual abuse, then I found myself being married at the age of 16. I gave birth to my first child whenever I was 16. By the time I was 32 years old, I had been through three fallen marriages. I had put all of that inside and put myself in prison. That self-inflicted prison that I had lived in for over 40 years from that sexual abuse, from my fallen marriages, from just, you know, abusing alcohol, from lying to cover up, you know, what I had done here and what I had done there. And then I found myself there and I found myself on an adventure, I would tell my girls, because we had to stay in my truck for a while because we were homeless. Wound up living in my brother's dining room and thankful for that. But then again, here came all those lies again. You know, the enemy just constantly telling you, you're never going to be good enough. No one is ever going to love you. You are tarnished. You are, um, you know, you're used up. You're... You know, somebody else has already taken that innocence away from you. You know, just all of those lies that he will come in constantly telling you. I was believing them. So the bottom of that alcohol bottle kept looking better and better all the time because I could lose myself in that. Then, you know, things kind of turned around a little bit. I wound up in my fourth marriage and it started out, it was real good. And, you know, you think, okay, we've gotten past this. Then here he comes again. And it got to the point where I was just so tired of all of the fighting. I was tired of the lies. My girls were grown and gone by that time. And I was in a job that I hated. And it was just all, you know, caving in on top of you. And I was just like, okay, I'm done. I I just, I cannot do this anymore. So I thought, I've got to find a way to end this. I've got to find a way to stop it. You know, and thinking in my own power, how can I do this? And that's when God found me that night in the middle of my floor with a gun in my hand. Screaming out. And I'll be honest, I don't know that I was screaming out for God to save me. If I was screaming out, you know, giving in to the enemy and saying, okay, this is it. You win. I'm done. Or if I was just wanting somebody to tell me where to put that gun, how do you do this? And that's when God stepped down. That's when he told me, he said, not now. Now you're at a spot where I can heal you. Mm. That was whenever he said, I've got you. I've always had you. You've always just been the block in between me and you. Man, that's so good. It it just, you know, I still, it gives me, it gives me cold chills when I think about it to think what I almost took away from myself by being that block between me and God. I started feeling those chains breaking off. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that every chain fell off of my body. Those cell doors blew open and I was free and everything was perfect. Because it wasn't. But those chains started breaking one link at a time. 
And then I knew the next thing I had to do was I had to be honest with my husband. I had to share my past with him. I had to be honest with my girls. I had to tell them, you know, try to explain to them the road that we had been down, some of the reasoning why we had been down that road. Then I had to make the hardest choice that I had ever made in my life. And I had to make a choice to sit down and forgive the person that had started all of that destruction in my life. So as I sat there one day with an empty chair in front of me and more tears than I knew a person could shed, I had to face the person that had started that abuse. And I had to forgive them. Because I, by holding on to that unforgiveness all of those years, by keeping all of that locked down, all I had done was open a door for the enemy to come in and destroy everything that God had created me to be. So through that, having all that anger, all that hatred, all that unforgiveness for that man that had taken my innocence away whenever I was just a small child, And he had been dead many years. But I had to have that empty chair in front of me. And I had to have all of that come out. So that I could get rid of it out of me. Because it was just like a poison. You're holding on to it and it's just killing you a little bit more each and every day. And I just, I had to let it come out. And that's whenever God said, now. That's finished. That's over. And he said, I've got so many things for you to do now. Oh my gosh, was he not like the people, the places that he has taken me to, that he's brought into my life, the people that have blessed me. My life has been blessed beyond more than I could ever describe to anyone because he has given me a voice for the ones that don't know how to speak for themselves. He's given me a a love for those people that everybody else just wants to throw away. And he's given me a heart for that woman that thinks that no one's ever going to love her, that she's not good enough. Because that night that he found me in the middle of all my mess, all that trash, all that garbage, that was just piled up around me and I just kept holding on to it. He had to break me in order to be able to pick me back up. And that's what so many women, they're at that point of that breaking point, but they don't know how how to open up and let him just come in and take control over it. Because we've held on to it for so long, it's become our comfort spot. You know, we know how to to live, how to act, In that area, in all that drama, all that garbage, all that mess, we know how to do that. We know how to put on that face of, oh, I'm fine. When the inside, the enemy's telling you, no, you're not. You're just a piece of garbage. Nobody's ever going to love you. Because we've done that for so many years. But that's not who God created you to be. That's not who he sees when he looks at you. He looks at you and he sees that beautiful woman that he created however many years old you are. And he said, this woman right here, this is what she's going to do for me. I've just got to get her right there. 
and then we're going to move forward. Because it's not that I am ashamed of any of my story because I'm not. Because those titles that I used to carry, that's my past. And I don't carry those titles anymore. Now those titles that I put along with my name is that I am a daughter, a sister, a mother, a wife, a grandmother. I'm a minister. I'm a founder of a ministry. But the one that where I know that I can throw my head back, my shoulders back, and I can walk in anywhere, I can step on any stage anywhere and not be ashamed, is because I can stand and say that I am a daughter of the Most High God. And I know He's not through with me yet. Wow. He's not not through with any woman that this reaches. No matter where you are at, He is not through with you yet. He is just starting. We're going to go through seasons. We're going to go through seasons of hurt. We're going to go through seasons of grief. We're going to go through seasons of growing. We're going to go through seasons of not understanding. And all of that is okay. Because he's training us. He's teaching us. He's growing us. I don't want my story to just be where he found me. I want my story to be about what he's doing. And I get to be this little bitty part of it. That's what I want my story to be about. You know, we've all got that hard story. We've all got that past, that that part that we we don't want to think about. But just think, if he didn't, he didn't go through that, and then him get hold of you, how would you relate to that woman that's going through it right now? Because I can go in a prison anywhere and I can sit down and I can share with those women. I can talk to them, but I can take an ex-offender back in with me and let her sit down and talk to them. And she's going to reach a part of them that I never can because I've never physically been locked up in prison where that woman might have been. So she's going to reach that part. But that lady in the church, that lady at the women's event that has been abused, she's locked it away and put herself in a prison. That's the woman I can reach. Because whenever I share that hard part of my story, but then I share what he's doing now, that's when they can say, if he did that in her life, maybe he could do it in mine. Maybe if I could get this all broken up and get all this garbage out of here, maybe he can grab hold of me and he can take me to the next step. And that's the parts that just make me want to scream and shout, you know, because when you see that woman and you see those chains start breaking off of her, oh my gosh, there is nothing like that. You know, it's not about me, just one person sharing. It's about all of us coming together and sharing. You know, our story begins where he found us, but that's not where he wants to keep us. Continue to let him write your story. I mean, I don't mind sharing with you. I turned 65 years old last year, and I am thinking, this is crazy. I'm going on Medicare, and he's opening up doors for me to go and speak. How crazy is that? 
that is so awesome. I am over here and I am just, I don't even want to interrupt you at all because your story is so amazing. And I am just about to shout a hallelujah, praise God. Oh my gosh, your story. I just love it. And I'm finding myself like, oh, you're speaking to me. You're speaking to me. And I cannot wait until this podcast comes out so that you can help other women. And those chains can start breaking off one chain at a time by you sharing your story, Sandra. I love this. I love this. Oh my gosh. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. (laughs) It is just like I was in the jail last night at our local county jail. And, you know, every time I always share just a little bit of it, I don't always share the whole thing, but a little bit. And I shared some God adventures that had just happened to me on a recent trip. And uh, afterwards, one of the girls came up, the ladies, and she's like, how how do you let him come in? How do you just let him come break those chains? So we got to sit down and share about that. And to me, I'm just like, yes, Father, it was that one last night. You know, no matter what else was said, that was the words that you needed spoken last night for that woman to hear that. So that that's what I talk about whenever I'm just like, you know, you share your story, you get it out there so that that one can hear it, that that one person can know he's not, he, he didn't create me to be like this. He has a purpose for me. Now, Your purpose is not going to be the same as mine, but does that not mean that we cannot work together? Goodness, we've got to work together. What does he tell us? You know, we're all different parts of the body, but we all work together. And that's what we've got to do with one another. All of us women, we have got to come together. We've got to lift one another up. We've got to encourage one another. Because you may be going through a season right now of hurt. And you may not need me to come in or some other woman and tell you, you need to do this, you need to do that. You may just need somebody to come in and sit down and let you talk that you feel safe with. You know that I'm a big one on on gossip. I despise gossip because you can destroy somebody so quickly with gossip. Amen. You know, I just like for people to be able to feel safe, to come into an atmosphere where that that they know that they can share and it's not going to be spread all over Facebook the next day. And I love social media. Don't get me wrong. I use it all the time. But we can use it for good and not bad. You know, and that's what he keeps showing me. And just like your podcast, I am so excited over this and over where he is using you at because you can reach so many people and you can use the social media in a positive way. And that's what we need to see nowadays. But, you know, back to my story, I depend upon two verses. 2 Corinthians 5.17 And it says, Therefore, if anyone in his Christ, the old is gone and the new has come. That that just wraps it up in a nutshell right there. Because whenever you let him take control over your life, 
you start being obedient to him, you start listening to him, you start knowing whenever it's his voice that you're hearing, and you can just put your hand up to the enemy and say, not today. You don't get to come today. That's when you've become that new. And in my business business side, I still refurnish furniture. And so many times he speaks to me through those furniture pieces. And that's what I keep hearing that verse right there every time. Because it's like you take that old piece of furniture, you sand it down, you clean it up, you put new paint on it. And what does it become? It has become new. It has got a new purpose in life. You know, maybe somebody's taking a dresser and they're making it into a coffee bar, entertainment center. It has just become a new life. That's what he does in us. Whenever we accept him, whenever we let start listening to him, start letting his him take our story. Because so many times when I argue with him, uh, God, I don't want to stand on that stage and share my story again. I don't want to tell my testimony again. He always reminds me, it's not my story to tell. It's his story. Because it is the history of Jesus Christ. It's what he did in people's lives when he was physically here and walked on this earth. It's what he does, did in my life. It's what he would love to do in your life if you'll give him the opportunity. So you see, our stories are not our stories even to start with. They're his. They become part of the history of Jesus Christ because as he is still walking beside each and every one of us every day and he is still working in our lives, that becomes the history. And then it becomes part of someone else's story. I pray that everybody gets out of this, is open up, let him come in. Let him break those chains off of that hard story of your life. Let him break it down. Let him take it one step at a time. As you're prepared to receive it, that's when he will give you the next step to move on. Let him do it. I mean, in all honesty, what have you got to lose? You've, you found this comfort part of in your hard story where you feel comfortable staying, so you're hanging on to that. But that's the heartache, that's the misery, that's the yuck. Don't you want to lose that? Let him come in and show you how to start breaking it off. Let him do it one chain link at a time until you're completely free and you can have that, that authority to speak over the enemy and say, you have no power here because I am my father's daughter and I am going to walk in that light that he shines through me. That's my prayer for these women is that they come to know who they are in Jesus Christ. Sandra, oh my gosh, your story is just so awesome and I'm just, I'm just in awe and I, I, I didn't, I, I don't even know where to to go from here. I'm just, I'm so excited to, to get this out and to get your story out. And I, I just pray 
that the Lord will continue to use you um, and and send send you all over the world just to share your story, your hard story, and how how He has changed you, how He has taken your life, your past, and made it something new, like you do your furniture, you know, just something new. And I, I just love that. I love that. And let's let's remind. Um, Let's remind the um, the listeners how they can find you if they want you to come and share your story. Remind them about your website and um, where they can find you and even on Facebook where they can find you. And Because I want to make sure that everybody knows that if they, they want you to come and speak or share on their podcast, that they, they can do that. Yes, my website is sandrajonespeaks.com. On Facebook, it's Sandra Jones Speaks, or you can just reach out to me on Facebook at Sandra Jones. I'm easy to find. And uh, there's one last thing I want to share with you. God stepped down in all my mess, and he made me new. But you know, you also can become new in Christ. So together, I'm asking you, let's, let's find that renewed hope so that your story becomes his story. I have enjoyed being here with you so much this morning. And I just, I'm so excited to see where he uses you. I really am. Um, I definitely want to stay in contact with you because yeah. this gather around the table, the table, it, it has such a special meaning to me because I just see that that table that Jesus has laid out for yes. all of us. And it, it's never that there's not room for you. Because if that table's not long enough, he'll just add another one to the end of it. Amen. And all Amen. those, you know, that's us. You know, we see this farmhouse thing going through where it, they all have different chairs around their table. Look at that as us. We are all mixed matched chairs coming together just for his purpose. So I'm just excited to see where he uses everybody at. It just brings joy to my heart. Yes, I oh, Man, that's so good. So good. Uh, Sandra, uh, while, um, while we're leaving out here, we're closing out, would you care to lead us in a word of prayer? Um, I would love to. Dear Father God, we just come to you this morning, Father, and we thank you. We thank you for who you are, Father. We thank you for the lives of restoration. We thank you for giving back everything that the enemy has tried to steal from us. Father, I ask that each and every woman that hears my voice over this, Father, that you will reach down, you will touch her heart. Father, you will let her know that that she is a beautiful woman that you created. And Father, you did not create her to live in the mess that the world has around her. You did not create her to live in the lies that the enemy has thrown at her. So, Father God, show her, show her how to start blossoming right where she's at, Father. It doesn't matter, Father God, if she shares on a stage in front of a million people or if she shares with one person in the line at the grocery store. But Father God, just let her feel your arms wrap around her. Let her feel your love shower over her. Give us a peace. Give us a stillness within our lives. 
Show us how to keep our eyes focused on you. Father, I pray nothing but blessings over Crystal. I pray nothing but blessings over her podcast. Father, you are opening doors for her that she will reach many. Father, I ask you to continue to open those doors, to grow her, to grow this podcast. Because, Father, you've called her to this for a purpose. And just like as you tell us in the book of Esther, you were created for such a time as this. So, Father, let this season open and grow for her. Father, we thank you for who you are, and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Sandra, for sharing your story. I am so blessed and I have, I I feel like I've even grown in the Lord from hearing your story. And I can't wait to go back and listen and then go back and listen and go back and listen and just learn and grow more and more and more as I go back and listen. And I cannot wait until your podcast uh, comes out and Did you know that I'm a life coach? And if you're interested in coaching with me and want to learn more, run on over to my website, crystalloyd.com, and sign up for a free 20-minute coaching session with me. And don't forget to join my email list. You can email me at info at crystalloyd.com and tell me, hey, sign me up for that email list, and I would love to hear your running story as well. Can't wait to help you go from running to to know more running.